Hey y'all, hey, welcome to the 19th episode of Theories and Thoughts with Anya and Fancy. Fancy. <laughs> I have to do that every week. Y'all, today has been a crazy day for me, for Fancy. So we're going to try to liven up today, but we do have a serious topic to talk about today. Living through difficulty. So I can't wait till we talk to Miss Shauna Connie. Did I say that right? Connie. Connie. And yeah. I'm giving y'all a little bit shoulder today. And I know you'd be like this. I wish I could be as energetic. I'm just like, okay, let's, you know. But I'm here and I'm actually, uh, I'm trying to share on my page. I'm trying to do a watch party. So that's what I'm doing. The reason why I'm looking down, not to just be like, I'm not involved because I am, you know, I am present. You ain't involved. I was like, let me see about mine. Anywho, let's get on to the news. College students files lawsuit against police from officer pointing a gun at the student's head, a black student. So according to the New York Times, according to the New York Times, Times, office appointed gun at black college student's head, lawsuit says. Jalen Butler, a swimmer at Eastern Illinois University said he was unlawfully searched and held at gunpoint by officers during a bus stop with his team last year. Jalen Butler and Eastern Illinois University swim teammates were returning from a championship tournament last year in So Falls, South Dakota, when their bus driver pulled off on Interstate 80 near a rest stop in East Mellon, I want to say Mellon, Illinois. It was shortly after 8 p.m. and Mr. Butler, then 19, got out of the bus got out of the bus, which was headed to Charleston, Illinois, about 190 miles south of Chicago to stretch his legs and snapped a selfie in front of a bu um, buckle up is the law sign, um, road sign. He was walking back to the bus when several law enforcement vehicles, their lights flashing, pulled over and officers appeared with guns drawn and pointed at him. According, according to court records, Mr. Butler, who was only was the only black student doing among them more than 30 on the bus, was surprised and confused, but knew what to do. Court records said he instantly stopped, put his hands up, dropped the cell phone that was in his hand and dropped to his knees. Wow. I'm glad he filed a lawsuit. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> the rest of the story was the same, like how they ended up putting a gun to his head. Um, like after they had his, uh, sorry, I'm trying to correct your name. After they had his, the officer had his foot on his neck. And, um, you know, that's when he told him if he keeps moving, that he'll do that. Even though you can see that they clearly said that, you know, he knew what to do. And then they were still threatening him. They also still put him in the car um, for a period of time, even though the coaches came over and explained that he was a member of the swim team. Um, but I wanted to share that he is uh, in his lawsuit. He cited claims of false arrest, excessive detention, and excessive use of force. So um, I think that that really, you know, that he's in the right to do that. Uh, it's two different, it seems like it's two different police departments or sheriff's departments involved with the case. And um, one was claiming that they, they, that their officers weren't involved, but they later, you know, found out that they were. But uh, they said that the governor of Illinois, you know, that he was that he said something about it. And he was really shocked about what he saw, as he should be, you know, and really it's just a sad situation. But it's starting to almost become like the norm, you know, like you can read the headline, even though also I didn't like how the headline read, you know, the way they made it seem like he was literally 
that literally happened as he was taking a selfie, which it wasn't quite the case, but it, it, was, it was a little misleading, in my opinion. Agreed. I look at it as, um, even while I was reading the story, it said he knew what to do. Right, that's what I was saying. He knew what to do. It's a shame that we have to teach our boys to know what to do. I'm loving my, my lipstick. Hold up. Okay, I'm done. Um, <laughs> he knew what to do. Um, it's a shame that we have to say, this is what you do when being stopped by a police officer. It, it's, it's a shame he wasn't doing anything. From what the article said, he was <laughs> taking a selfie. Why? Why? Why as black boys, you can't even take a selfie. You can't go hang out with your friends because you'll be racial, race, race, racially. Um, funny thing, I went out with some friends the other night and we went to this club and the police was there and he was telling us to kind of move out the way, da da da. And these white guys, they got it. They went to talking that shit. It was a black officer. And he said, I tell you what, you're not getting to this club tonight. And I was like, just like that. He literally was like, and so his friends came over after, because the guy was talking shit. Your friends wasn't tell, trying to stop you from talking shit. But when the officer was like, he not getting in this club tonight, they were like, oh shit, wait, let's go talk it out. No, he was like, no, you should have told him shut up earlier. It all of got out the line. That was before me, so I got up. And got in the club a little bit um, faster. And I was happy about that. Um, I was happy about that situation because it seems like when other, other races, white, um, do something, they kind of get a pass. Whereas whenever it's black, we get racially profiled. We get pull to the ground, we get guns to our heads, we get gun um foot feet to our necks. And I don't like it. Well, I'll say this, having a 20 year old black son who is very black, you know, dark skin with dreads and everything, then very black. I mean, but I'm just saying, you know, he is and his mannerism, all of it is, is black. But while I hate the fact that it is like, you know, like you said, that they know what to do. At the same time, I much rather him do what needs to be done, you know, to still have him here another day. And I think that that's like it's sad that it's something that we have to accept, but we also have to accept it. You know, so when we talk about being upset about it, I just don't want anybody to listen to it and think, oh, well, you know what? Like, well, I'm just gonna not going to teach my kid that or whatever, because you never know what people think. So just to be clear, we do still need to be teaching our boys this at the end right. of the day. We still want them here. Right. I, I totally agree. Don't get me and wrong. I, and I get what you're saying. I, because even when I read it, that stood out to me as well. So I get what you're saying. Totally. But I, I just want to note that because, you know, especially we live in a time nowadays, it seems like people are so easily influenced, you know, and we act off instinct. And so I think it's really important that we're drilling into our kids' heads that, you know, like, hey, you can't act off emotion in these type of situations. You're going to have to think logical, you know, and see this through the right way so that you don't end up getting killed with by you know just because you made the wrong move just right. out of business so i just it just it worries me i'm not gonna lie so <sighs> i mean definitely and and that's the problem like we shouldn't it's and it's still something every day you know that's the sad thing it's like these stories are almost every other day right All righty, on to our next story. One United Bank, I'm sorry, were, did you have more to say on that, Vance? Mm -mm. <laughs> no. One United Bank's Harriet Tubman debit card is a success despite negative online response. This is a complex um, article. Despite an overwhelming negative reaction online, one United Bank's controversial Harriet Tubman card is a hit with customers. TMZ reports that the card, which has been 
um, liken to Tubman doing the Black Panther Wakanda um, Forever salute, garnered massive interest for, for the Black-owned bank. The debit card has been has um has seen one United's receipt. Wait, the debit card has seen that don't rewrite. They didn't write that right. One United received ten times its usual volume of account signups, with a large number of customers requested to switch to the new design. It's been less than a week since the black that the bank debut um debuted debuted the card, but in but it saw a similar increase in increase in interest when it partnered with Killer Mike for the hashtag Bank Black Movement in 2016. I think that's awesome. I think it's awesome. I've been saying I want to get a um a account with them, but I think their sign up fee is like five hundred dollars, and I just didn't have five hundred dollars just to be like put let's sit this in this bank right now. I gotta check. I I didn't know that. Um, I have been like just following their different uh, public relations stuff, you know, because I think they'd be great to partner with. But their five hundred dollars sign-up fee is about to see. About to look it up now. But they have a Bank United account. I have many bank accounts. You should have multiple bank accounts because if something happens with one, you always have the other. And I was in banking when I learned it. Well, I learned to listen the hard way in life. <laughs> Not in banking, but I know. But um, credit union, if you can. I didn't. Hear, I didn't hear what you said. I say you should have a credit union account if you can. Oh. Well, I was gonna say. Um, I thought the card was cool at first, and I started reading kind of some of the stuff, you know, and I guess it. It kind of made me think, but um, I think those who might be most offended are more serious type of people. And we've just kind of evolved as, in a, as a society. So um, I wasn't, of course, offended by the part. I thought it was a neat idea. And actually, um, what's her name? Terry Williams, the bank president, she was saying that this is a symbol of black empowerment in 2020. We'll pave the way for Harriet Tubman design up on the $20 bill. So she's saying like that they released this kind of like in preparation of the $20 bill, which is supposed to come out once uh, Trump is in office. But people was mad about that, you know, and that's the main people I'm thinking is mad. But I wanted to kind of see who some of those people were that were making the comments um, in one of the articles that I was reading. You know how sometimes you can see their uh, avatar, but I couldn't in that instance. So, but I'm just showing you all the card if you haven't saw it yet. And also, um, in the comments, I was asking, how did you all feel about it? You know, do you like the card? Would you, would you, would you purchase a card or not? So, but that's kind of that on that matter. Uh, I think it's a neat card, and I don't have a problem with her doing um, Wakanda Forever. I think people just find a reason to be upset. They have a problem with shit. That's I mean, just how. Well, that is oftentimes the case. And I keep forgetting about the Wakanda symbol. But actually, I mean, everybody was doing the Wakanda symbol. So, yeah, like, I don't see what's so wrong with it. But I have heard several people in the last few months be like, they kind of tired of hearing about Black Panther. But I'm like, why? You know, that was, it was such a monumental thing. And, you know, it seems like the beginning of when people started buying out the theaters and so on. It kind of started a whole movement with that. So, but that's, again, it's people. So, I mean, that's the biggest thing. I think that we have so much damn self-hate at times. Um, I think we have so much self-hate that we just find something wrong with us all the time. I was still trying to find the bank account information. Uh, I think that we just find something wrong with us. We have to find something wrong. We have to find an issue. Black Panther is the first, um, who was it? Marble? Martel? Martel? Yeah. Um, one of them, girl. Comic book that was black. Like, y'all can, y'all can. Talk about all the rest of these things, but now you mad because we have something that we can hold on to. Those that are comic book people, 
Like you, you mad? What you mad about? But what? We've been doing all this other mess for years and years, kept doing it. But now it's like, oh, it's a problem because we, we, we're we talking about Black Panther. Okay, well, come up with another idea for us to be proud of. Because in actuality, I find that that's when they realized that Blacks had a buying power when we did, when we sold out the theaters for Black Panther. And if you pay attention, they target a lot of stuff towards Blacks now. Yeah, a lot of stuff. So that just showed our buying power and things that we want to do. But we we have so much damn hate that we don't know what to do. I and forgot you said you were still looking for that car. I said, what is Anya doing? Is she still doing me? Girl, on it, look, I'm right here like, okay, well. Because <laughs> I'm trying to talk to you and I'm swir scrolling through. Oh, I say fifty dollar minimum deposit to open. No fee to open account. Oh, I think oh. I'm not the send some. Okay, so please note that for somebody to be telling one United, you know, Swagger Magazine said their uh <clears throat> fee was five hundred dollars. It's not. Sorry, it's not five hundred. This is what it says: fifty. $50 minimum deposit to open, no fees to open an account. I don't know, it, it, it's been a year or so since I checked them out. They have a couple of things on here. I'm sorry, girl. I know it, it looks so crazy because I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> I was so weird. <laughs> look, I, and then I kept hitting it, then I'm talking, I talking right here, then I'm looking back here, girl, don't, don't mind me. Second, they even have a second chance, um, second chance checking, come on now. And I could get some of my direct deposit sent here. Okay, I'm gonna sign up. Okay, anyway, enough about that. Um, <laughs> all right, has I guessed the live? Uh, yes, she has. Um, do you want me to run through the sponsor right quick before yes, we bring in? Yes, okay. So one second, Sean, I'm going to bring you in, um, but I want to go ahead and recognize one of our sponsors, which is Deja Vu Skin, which is a family-owned skincare company, um, and it's actually like very family-owned. The, the craftswoman is Shaniki Corbett, and then there's also uh, other members of her family, but they also play parts, like co-owner, um, assistant. They do like, you know, their whole thing is to include the family within the brand. So not only do they have like the um, the lotions and bath bombs for women, but they also have like a lot of bath and body products for men. They even have um, the, what is it like the tattoo rejuvenation cream, you know, like to make your tattoo show better. Yeah, especially with the way this weather is changing. I think that's a good idea. I don't have any tattoos, but I just kind of figure with dry skin. But <laughs> also, um, and then they even have the kid line, which also includes like different bath bombs and the kids will go out and bend. So you all can check them out. Um, let me share their information here right quick because they've been with us for some time and I just want to make certain that yeah. they're Right so sweet, so cute. I like her. Okay, so yeah, you all can check them out. That's Deja Vu Skincare. Their Instagram as well as their website is there, but the website is DejaVuSkin.com. Instagram is DejaVuSkin18. Since Anya reminded me that some people actually listen to the podcast, not watch it. All right, so now, <laughs> now we're gonna go ahead on and bring our guest Shauna Coney in. Um, I didn't open up me a bank account. Okay. Hey, hello, hello. How is everyone? <laughs> Girl, over here trying to open up a bank account. Wow. Take care of your tug me card. I'm gonna show you the card when it comes too. Okay. Uh, so I'm um, sure if I'm doing this right. I'm trying to. I don't, am I supposed to be able to see you guys or? No, it's just me right now. <laughs> mm. She's I in the I know, I see her. And I can hear you, but I don't see you. I don't know. Hey, we're going to go with that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you smell in the camera like you do see us at times. So no. no. <laughs> I'm just looking at me. <laughs> okay. I mean, we see you. You look cute, though. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Thank you. But um, I'm I'm sorry about that. But to kind of go into things, um, just to kind of let you all know, like, so um, 
I don't just know Shona personally, but we know each other from Facebook. We are from the same town. And right. I was really like following her story. And I thought that, you know, and that was over some years, just kind of following your post and just kind of seeing, you know, um, I see you write about your daughter and things along the lines of that. And then I saw just basically your whole life changed. I saw the, the play come about and then you make mm -hmm. it into the film. And I haven't had a chance to check those out, but I have had a chance to read some of your poems that you've shared on Facebook. And so, you know, I knew that you had the talent there, but I want you to kind of tell your story because I just thought that it was so, you know, inspiring to the audience. So you can just kind of give us a background and then and how we got to the point of your play, One Flesh. Okay, um, well, um, I'm Shauna Coney from Macomb, Mississippi. And um, yeah, how did I get there? I got there. It was it was a journey to actually get there. Um, it took a lot for me. I never would have thought that this is where I would be today, uh, due to the many you know trials and tribulations that I had to go through. So um, it was actually a surprise to me that um, that I even that I'm even I can even call myself a playwright. So, yeah, I, I've been through a lot, <laughs> a lot, to say the least. And um, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for it all. I, I understand now that everything was necessary. I understand now that I had to go through to get to. So, uh, One Flesh, actually, I sat down. I, I, I was divorced in 2016. And so, I, um, I think that's where my rebirth came from because during the that dark time and during that hardship that's when I picked up the pen and I didn't really know at the time what I was writing I didn't really know where I was going with it what it would become I was just writing because that's what I do it was therapeutic for me mm -hmm. so uh, I'm writing I'm writing and I'm still going through everyday life uh, like we have to no matter what we're going through we still have to function and so i'm going to work and i'm talking to friends about it and a friend of mine quisha she asked to read it one day and i let her read it just i was not really you know i just casually let her read it and she loved it and it, it kind of woke something up in me like okay well if you like it that much like she couldn't put it down so i was like okay let me see let me step out on faith with it let me see i put a cast together I had a casting call i um put a cast together we did uh a live show at southwest college in 2016 2016 and it was a sold-out show and from there um, I turned around and made it a film in 2018. So, yeah, and um, just recently, just recently, we're working on one entitled For My Good. And, uh, yeah, in the next three, four months or so, we should be filming it. So, yeah, I'm proud. I'm so proud because I never would have thought see sometimes you can go through so much that it damages you to the point of you can't dream no more you mm -hmm. don't you don't see your worth you don't see it being possible for you not me you know you you think to yourself that you know it's impossible but <laughs> look at me now you know it's um you came up i was i was supposed to start freezing my eggs and step was October and Nancy and I was talking she was like we should have Shauna on a lot of people share the same story you know mm -hmm. with difficulty with conceiving and I never thought about conceiving I was just preserving my eggs just in case mm -hmm. you know or what have you and um, Fancy said you had a, a, um, a story and she didn't know if you wanted to talk about it and I was like yeah so many women deal with this and they're they don't they don't know other women, you know, it's kind of hard to be like, oh, I'm having problems with conceiving because we still, we, we match that up as being a woman. Uh-huh, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, I, um, in 2008, August the 22nd, 2008, I lost my daughter. Uh, this year she would have been 12 years old. Um, she passed away from SIDS 
sudden infant death syndrome. And um, she was five weeks old. Mm. So that was devastating for me. That was that was a lot because I, I didn't I, I I was blindsided. I didn't see it coming, you know. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people look at her age and they think um, she was only five weeks old. How can you be attached? Um, she was only five weeks old in such a short period of time. But what they fail to understand is not that I lost my child. I lost a future. I lost. Um, I lost a future with her. You know, I had dreams and aspirations. I had things that I wanted to see her do. I wanted to grow with her. And, and so it took me a long, long time. Uh, I actually have two children now. And uh, I have a little boy and a little girl. My little boy will be three next month. Oh, great. And my little girl is six months old. And But it took... Uh, miscarriage after miscarriage after miscarriage. Um, mm. It took, uh, it was 10 years from uh, my daughter Treasure's passing to now it was, it was 10 years. And that's a long time to feel defeated, to feel like I can't do the one thing that women are supposed to be able to do naturally. And so, um, yeah, that was a hard, that was a hard one. But I can remember like laying on my face crying at times like I could see my friends my friends are all having kids but why not me every time I, it got to the point where if I saw two lines on a pregnancy test I couldn't get happy about it because I felt like I was gonna lose or I was um, paranoid that I may lose a child so yeah, but I, like I said uh, previously, you know, it took so, so much. It took so much to get to today. And I can't ask why things happen, because now I understand that it I had to go through. And why not me, you know? And that's what I really loved about your story, though, you know, because I saw you making the post. I saw you seems like when you had those moments, I guess, where you know, where it just really hit you and you just needed to express yourself. But then to see you, you know, have your son and then later on have your daughter and, you know, in, in the midst of all of this, um, producing your play and then producing a film. And I'm just like, wow, like you never know. You know what I mean? Like, you just never know. it was just like your life just kind of just whoop. And I was like, okay, you know what? Like, people need to see more of this, though. Yeah, I never seen it coming. I never could have imagined it, you know. And my babies are spoiled. <laughs> they are. I swear, they get away with my son. He gets away with everything. And I, I get. I know it's because. I mean, I love him differently. I love. I can't say I love him differently, but that's my that's my miracle baby they both are so i didn't expect to have them so if i you know give him some extra candy i'm sorry <laughs> if i get, if i buy him some extra extra toy or something i'm sorry that's my baby you know right. um, what yeah, so what things did you do like to, I, I know you said you fell on your face what things yeah. did you do um, from Fancy saying you your post? Because she used your story to encourage me. So I think for being that person that my friend was able to say, you know, this woman did this, you know, this, any other. I may not have the same story as you, but she thought enough of me to share that. And that's why we wanted to bring you on. So what are some things that when you're going through that dark period, especially uh -huh. that thing that women supposed to do, because I remember when I was diagnosed with PCOS, I was like, no man is going to want me. I can't have children. But in actuality, it's a 50-50 chance. And I just was like, you, you know, um, that's something that women are supposed to do. That's what makes you right. So what are the things that you that you did that kind of helped you get through the process? Or, I mean, you never get over it, but... No, you absolutely don't. You. Uh, you never get over it. Um, yeah, I look at my children now, and I just think about my daughter. Like, this year, she really would have been 12 years old, and I kind of imagine her, what would she be doing? What would she be like today? You know, um, she would help me out with the baby, like get the diapers, uh, help me with the bottle, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, one of the things that I did, I prayed, 
I prayed hard. I prayed heavy. I, I cried out. And um, I wouldn't stop uh, going. It was, for me, it was win, lose, or draw. No matter, like, like I kept doing poetry shows. I kept writing. And no matter if people liked it or if they didn't, it did not matter. I, I felt like I had to continue to pour out. I had to continue to pour myself out and and allow myself to feel and to go through. And um, I think once you take away the the anxiety of I may not be good enough or the anxiety of uh, what people may think, what people may say, I think that's where a lot of my um, my go ahead came from. And, and like I said, I, I prayed, I prayed, I prayed. I remember times where I would go into church and, and I would just, just cry out. I would just cry out and, and things started to change. Um, things started to change for me. Things, doors started to open for me that I, you know, like I said, I never would have imagined. And, and so I saw, I learned how to activate my faith. Through it all, I learned how to to keep going, and yeah, I'm I'm I, I couldn't stand my I wouldn't not be able to stand myself if I would have given up. Mm. That that that's right there. It says a lot. Go ahead, fancy. Well, I was gonna ask. So now, with uh, with your play, one flesh. Now, is it? Like, is it based along the lines of your story or just a totally different story or what? It's actually based on true events. I, um, like I said, during the time, um, going through the process of my divorce, it was a, it was a time period of maybe like six months. I'm laying on the couch and I'm writing everywhere I go. I got my notebook and my pen with me. I could not stop writing. And so, um, I, I put so much of myself into it, uh, so much of my trials, so much of my uh, depression, so much of my my true life story, and so um, I think that's what made it so much more special for me. I think that's why it became my baby before I had my baby. Right. <laughs> Actually, once I uh, once we did one flesh on stage. The next month, I found out I was pregnant with my son. Oh, wow. So I, I, actually, it. I think was, I remember seeing it. I gave birth, literally. <laughs> I <laughs> conceived. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so, so that was my, I guess you could say my first baby. <laughs> right. was, um, was the divorce because of the your daughter passing? Uh, I, I didn't hear the question. Was your divorce um, because of your daughter passing? No, no. The divorce um, was uh, because infidelity issues. And um, yeah, and, you know, infidelity issues. And, you know, I, I tried to work it out. I tried to, uh, you know. Like most women, when you get married, you expect to be to get married one time. Yeah. And so I, I fought it out. I stuck it out until I realized that I deserved more than what I was uh, uh, getting. I, uh, to be completely honest about it, I felt that I was not supposed to be in a situation where um, it's tug of war for my husband. So somebody had to give up. And so I waved the white flag. <laughs> she said, she said, now that's one thing I'm going to give up on. <laughs> correct. Absolutely correct. But I'm so grateful. I'm so glad that I did just that. You know, there are some people that do not believe in divorce. Mm -hmm. But I know now that if I had not made that decision to sign my name on that paper freeing myself, I would not have met my son. I would not have met my daughter. I would not have my Coney Chronicles Entertainment LLC. I would not be who I am today. And so that was one of the best decisions I ever made. Wow. So, so now you said that you all, that you're working on a, another production, right? Uh-huh. Um, uh, we were going to do, uh, make it a play first, but I decided to uh, 
go ahead and make it a, another short film and uh, we can always transition back to the stage. Uh, the name of it is For My Good and it's uh, I work with some amazing, amazing people. Um, just to name a few, uh, Teresa Ledger, Demarcus Brown, Jonathan Hart, they awesome, awesome cast. Uh, Miss Rihanna, Angela Patterson, it's, it's, they're great, awesome, awesome people. And uh, Uncle Two, <laughs> so he's a, 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 how can I put that, a social media personality. He's freaking awesome. But uh, yeah, for my good, we rehearse each Sunday at five o'clock and it, when I leave rehearsals, it's like I'm on a natural high from it because it's it's just that good and it's just that that powerful, and it's the dynamic of people that just gives me a rush, and it it it, it confirms for me that I'm doing just what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. Where can I? Sorry, I'm sorry. What, what were you saying, Anya? I was asking where can people find the play? Where where um the the film? The film, you can message me on Facebook, Shauna Coney, uh, Instagram, the real fancy face underscore DA and the number one. And I, I've, I've sent and mailed uh, movies from Jacksonville to um, Georgia. Um, yeah. So just reach out to me and I can get it to you. Because I'm interested. I, I, I went to go look for it and I couldn't find it. That's why I was like, where is it? <laughs> yeah, I'll be sure to send you one. Okay. <laughs> I want to um, say, are you, still, are you still in Macomb? I am. I am still here. I, I've been wanting so bad to move. Um, but I think it's something that I'm supposed to complete. I think I'm grounded for a reason. So yeah, I can understand it. And I asked so uh, too. Well, I just totally messed up your Instagram name here. I had it, and then I was missing something. But um, I was trying to show it on the screen for them. So y'all, I'm gonna put it in the comments the correct way. But what I was gonna say is that you're also um, providing something else different, you know, to the community for them to uh -huh. take care in. Um, I right. saw people make posts, you know, like they were excited. Like now I can, you know, I'm a real actor, actress now. Yeah. <laughs> now we can say we. Can experience right yeah, like, you know it's good what you're doing i think that that's that's a whole nother thing you know right. so even if you're saying that about feeling like you're grounded there that may just be a part of it to be able to help someone else it might even be some Correct. out there so yeah. right right and I'm, I'm so grateful that i'm the one to be able to do it like i said I, this it's i get so um <sighs> I guess you could say overwhelmed with it sometimes because I think like I remember the depression, you know, the things that a lot of people don't know. I remember the depression. I remember the, the suicide attempts. I remember, you know, the dark, dark times. So I can't help but smile when I look at my todays because I never would have dreamed that my todays would be would be so can I say beautiful? Yeah, yeah. would be would be so beautiful. So I, I mean, and I'm a writer. I, I couldn't have I couldn't have wrote it better than God did. Oh, that's a good one right there. I know. I know. <laughs> well, do you have? Um, I mean, so I know you shared your plugs, but oh, Anya, did you have any other questions? I'm sorry, because I was just start. No, I was about to say when you. Well, I guess that kind of helps. With that goes into my last question. When you look at your your journey on screen, I guess you see the triumph, and you're like, you know what? I made it through that. I, I was just gonna ask, does it recall? Do it make you recall and just going to another place? But look like even looking at that, you're like, no. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I've watched the movie and I've cried. Yeah. I've watched it alone and cried several times. So, cause I can, I can really feel it. You know, it's, it's not, it's, you know, partially fiction just to make it a better story, mm -hmm. but the, those emotional scenes and those tough, tough scenes, though, those are realistic. Those are all real. So yeah, yeah. I've, I've shed a few tears behind it. Certainly. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
So, oh, look, then you're going to point at me like, okay. <laughs> Is there anything else that you want to add or any words of wisdom or anything like that before we close out? Um, uh, yeah. Um, no matter what your situation may be right now, it's only temporary. It cannot stay the same. It cannot stay that way uh, permanently. It's impossible. One thing that's constant in life is change. So you can rest assured that um, no matter how dark it is, the light is coming. No matter how hard it may seem, um, go to God with it. And he, he will tote that load for you. As a matter of fact, give it to him. Give it to him and keep going forward. Keep pushing forward, no matter what it is that you that you're doing or that you want to accomplish, and that you want to do. Uh, go forward, a hundred percent. Yep. All right. Well, that's Shana Coney, y'all, and um, I'm gonna share her information here again. And I put her Instagram name in the Facebook comments over to the side, or well rolling down the screen, I guess you say, for you all. So you all can um, visit her page or her Instagram and just, you know, continue to support. So thank you thank for you. joining us. And this was fun. With, with production as well. Um, her thank Facebook you. is Shauna Coney, S-H-A-W-N-N-A, Coney, C-O-N-E-Y. I have a thing about the verb, the audio listener. Um, her Twitter is Shauna, S-H-A-W-N-N-A underscore C. That's her Twitter. And her Instagram is C-H-A-R-E-A-L fancy face underscore D-A and the number one. Number one. Thank right. you guys. Thank you Thank guys. You. Enjoy the rest of your night. You too. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. bye. That was a lot. So I'm back. That was good though. I love how she just said that it's about her faith. So many times we have to keep hearing that. It's about faith. It's about faith. Walk in faith. You start walking in faith, God's going to open those doors. And I love her saying that. That guy opened those doors that she didn't even think. She didn't even know she was going to be a playwright. But yeah. look what happened. Look at God. Yeah. And also faith is something that I think we have to um, constantly reinforce. You know, you have, you have to practice it. Then you also have to reinforce it. So and it can, especially when you're going through those dark times, like, you know, you can wean away from it. And then something mm -hmm. has to bring you back to it. So I get that. And I just love her story. So. So, yeah, and look, I got to feature someone from home, you know, also. Look at you, girl. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that there's more going on in Macomb. I've just really been, like, watching the city grow. In a lot of ways, it's not all good. But at the same time, I still see, you know, so many people just coming up, doing their own things. And I'm like, look at them. So I'm excited. And I hope to be getting some more people on as well. But I wanted to start with her because I just thought her story was just, like, really um, inspiring. Just to, like, really witness it. I mean, like, really witness it as you see that uh transformation over the course of time you know when you're really witnessing it like that it's like wow so yeah but uh so our event sponsor for the week is southern university law center uh intellectual property association presents the up and comers networking mixer and artist showcase and excuse me i said the sponsor but um that is the event that we are promoting for the week so this is the event that we are supporting for the week and it's also um i'm supposed to be i'm seeing it so i am inviting you all out yeah i said i'm trying new things and i love poetry um and I have not like been to a poetry event in a really long time. Although I know this is going to be like other artists as well, but it's like you always, I always love the vibes that you get from these type of events, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh no, did she? Let's go in one. Well, she put the um, put it up there.
I'm sorry. It, it wasn't you. And I was just going, and I was actually comfortable just talking about, you know, the event. I don't know where I left off, but guys, here are the tickets. Oh, I think I was saying that it's $7 at the door. 10, um, I mean, seven in advance, 10 at the door. And I'm just honored, you know, to be taking part of this event. And I hope that you all come out and support. Being that it is Southern University Law Center involved, I think it's going to be pretty cool. You know, there's no telling who you might can meet. Because especially as artists, um, you never know what type of investors or people might be on your art or whatever the case may be. So check it out. And am I going into that? <laughs> and also uh, for the week. Never crazy. Um, Tumblr's always have to talk about that. Go to our website. I'm going to ask a question next weekend. I'm going to give a giveaway about something on our website. Are you on our website? You didn't check us out? Seen something that was on there? Check it out. I promise I'm going to have a question next week on our wind down, and I'm going to send something. I'm going to give away something. Anywho. I, um, I have a, something. I have this book also. This is my copy of the book now. But... um. What's that? Lest we forget, let me move my little agenda. Because I do want to make certain that we give out one of these. Like, y'all, this book is so awesome. I have yet to actually sit and just read it. But let me show you just kind of like how I'm going to try to show y'all. Y'all know I never be able to hold stuff right in the camera. But just kind of like how um, it has like the little clippings and stuff. It's like a black history book. So it has the actual photos and like little pop outs and inserts and things like that. Now, this is a very expensive <laughs> um, retail price. It is not on here. Oh, retail price is $40. So um, I don't want to just give this to anybody and they're not going to, you know, use read it, it, read it. So I, we need to think of some type of contest for that, too. So we can definitely make certain that we get this out. Next week is also just a little note. And in case, you know, y'all might know of a history buff and be like, hey, tune in because they're going to get that book away. You know, let them know. Right. And I'm always messing with my hair. This hair ain't this thing going to do right. I hey. know. Yo, you and this hair, you know what it about made me think about them kids showed me that picture of from Fall from Grace and the woman hair. Your hair is not doing it. But remember, like, have you saw the meme? Yes. It was. <laughs> it's like one in one. Um. One picture is one way and the next is something else. Mm -hmm. But I'm keeping this hair in for a little while longer. I think but it's cute, but it actually does seem like the whatever, um, however you just changed it, it is still kind of a different style, but it's falling differently. But it's cute. But okay, so anything else we need to include, Anya? Where wild women wander. I'm still trying to hold off because I want this to be so... I don't know. I'm so I'm nervous about this, y'all. I'm I'm I want it, but I'm also really nervous about it. I want to present it in the best way possible. So that's why I hadn't even just mentioned anything else until I get like our logo bag finished with the sponsorship packages. And I'm even nervous about the sponsorship packages because Ben Rouge is a different market. So and I'm like, I want to produce a quality event. And I just don't know if how supportive that's gonna blow over. It's our event is going to be quality in two way. If you are interested in being a guest on Theories and Thoughts podcast, please email me at Arnya, A-R-N-Y-A, at swagher.net. Please note, I have a new email. It is my name, A-R-N-Y-A, at swagher.net. Oh, excuse me. We have lives this week. Tomorrow, we have Rashida. She'll be talking with Jessica Canty. We have Sierra. She'll be... Um, no, don't tell me. We are back. Rashida will be at noon. Tierra will be at 9.30 p.m. Talking. Yeah. I'm struggling over here. It seems like you went out. I thought it was my uh, Wi-Fi again, so I like actually tried to bring you back in. I don't know, but you were saying that Rashida is going to oh. be on live. Rashida on live tomorrow at noon. She'll be talking to Jessica Canty. Then Tierra will be on at seven. Um, that will be on IG live. On Facebook live, we will be at nine thirty p.m. That'll be Tierra, and we have Jessica on on Friday at noon talking business. We have travel books placement on sale now still for um, black. What is it? Women's Empowerment Weekend? Women's Empowerment Week. 
So yes, um, business card placement as well as spotlight features. Also, if you are hosting an event, please get with Nadia Francois. And you know, you can host your event under the Women's Empowerment Week umbrella. So we we're you know, we're still all coming together and supporting each other. So why not? Especially if it's gonna be following along that week, which is March the 20th through the 29th. And we'll be talking to Nadia in March also. So all That's right. really cool. Um, we are looking for brand ambassadors, journalists, marketing people. Please email me at, at Arnya, A-R-N-Y-A, at swagher.net. Remember, if you just, if you found this um, podcast very intriguing, you want to share with someone and they're not wanting to see the video, I mean, who wouldn't want to see how cute I am? However, it will be on Spotify come Friday. If you would like to see a replay of the video, it will be on YouTube on Friday also. Um, also, Google Play. So, um, tune in. I need to take SoundCloud off of here. So that's all I have. And that's it. Oh, well, look, Sharona asked if we're doing a podcast on Mardi Gras. Uh, yes. yes. And I'm going to have a drink in my cup. Okay, I ain't say all that. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. But we'll be here though. So we'll be here on Mardi Gras. Everybody gonna be here though. Everybody be here. It's just regular Tuesday in New Orleans. It's Mardi Gras. <laughs> oh. I know New Orleans people see Mardi Gras differently than you know. So I don't know. But I'll be in the house by that by late anyway. Even if I was at Mardi Gras. <laughs> well, all right. Starts early. Well, then we'll be seeing y'all next Tuesday um, for the wind down for February. So peace and blessings. Anya, like she done did a whole dove video back here and opened up a bank account. I we did tag One United on this post, please. I have to finish. Look, maybe we get a sponsorship on my account right now. So as we finish, I kept trying to play with it, but I was like, let me just pay attention to this podcast. I'm supposed to be doing something. Mm -hmm. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>